are back in the limelight. It's been a while, but we are back. We're really excited to bring on some new entrepreneurs, lots of really great ideas, lots of great resources and information that you need to know. And there's the background that I've been looking for. And today we've got another really extraordinary uh, friend of mine uh, that I've known for a while now. And we've got some more, more uh, great resources, as you said, coming up. But not before I let you know where exactly you're going to be able to hear and see this, uh, this interview. You're going to do all of these uh, uh, brands that are um, uh, scrolling underneath are going to be all of our podcast platforms. On television, you're going to be able to see us on Binge. You'll see it on Roku, Amazon, Fire, Apple TV, a hundred other smart television apps. I do always like to call out an, a nice shout out to my friends at, uh, at MyNewsDesk.com. Trying to go fast so we can listen to Scott and not me. Um, at MyNewsDesk.com, which is a company that I've been using for over two years now. Absolutely love working with them. We put out our news releases and our press releases with them. And without further ado, I'm going to bring on the man of the hour. Um, we all talk about marketing a lot. We all need to know more about how we're supposed to be marketing to our, 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 our clients. Uh, and are we doing that the right way? Uh, I, I know that I learned, I think I've learned an awful lot from Scott, and I think you will too. Scott Robertson is uh, he's 30 years, he's been in public relations, uh, marketing, communications experience. Uh, I'm going to bring him on so he can tell us more. But We've got, you know, he's been working with people like the National Association of Music Merchants, Dell, Philips, Sony, Mitsubishi. I'm going to ask him for an, an autograph when this is over, by the way, just so you know, because of all the people he's worked with. There he is. Man of the hour, Scott Robertson. So glad that you are here with us. But honestly, the people that you've worked with also, Scott, you're also a member of the uh, Public Relations Society of America. Let's just say you know what you're talking about when it comes to PR, publications, uh, 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 press relations and marketing all together. You're the guy to go to. Oh, well, thanks very much for having me on the show, Clarissa. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, I've, I've had a, I've had a great career so far. I'm not quite done yet. Uh, and, uh, you know, just, I'm at that stage in my career where, you know, we, we need to we need to teach the uh, the next generation and, and quite a lot of entrepreneurs coming up about some of the right ways to do marketing. Otherwise, they're going to learn the wrong ways. And man, do we see that? We don't need any Yikes. more wrong in our lives. Here's your book. It's called Just Stop It. It's your survival guide <laughs> to marketing myths, mistakes, and misgiving. Misgiving. So I want to know, Scott. First off, what is it we need to stop doing when we when we talk about marketing? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So I, I would say. Um, you know, just stop it means all of the so many things pass off as marketing today, but they're not. And I I just think people need to need to stop all this. You know, marketing is not meant to be, be this um, this terrible thing that just annoys and bothers people and that we have to. I mean, you know, this every day I get 18 to 20 uh, spam risk phone calls on my phone. I get hundreds of spam emails. I get, you know, uh, a, a large amount of, of text messages. And the rest of the time, you know, there's advertise there's advertising that I don't want to see that I didn't ask for. There's, I mean, it's just marketing has become a plague in our society. And it's, um, expensive. it's expensive for them and invasive for us. Would you agree? I would. Yeah, I think. And, and it's not the right way to do it. Uh, somewhere along the line, we have lost our way. And we and, and mar the marketing profession no longer uses, you know, its creativity 
and um, <clears throat> you know it's it's value to try to build a relationship with people. It just it it substitutes a you know a funnel, uh, you know where a, a conscience should be, and um, and I think that that's wrong, and I think that that is not what where we should be headed as a profession. And um, I think it also comes from a whole generation of digital marketers that have grown up that know how to execute a lot of things in the digital space, but never actually studied marketing. And, I, and, and, and if you if you speak to them and about things, you know, like, you know, uh, like, the you know, the four P's in marketing, you know, like the if, if you if you speak to them about basic marketing concepts, they have no idea what you're talking about. If you say marketing is a three phase uh, experience where we make people curious and then those people want to be enlightened by us. And then finally, those people want to commit to us. Right. And then they want to stay on the carrot, the brand carousel with us around and around and around. Right. They have no idea what that is. They look at the world in terms of targets and conversions, which is weird because it sounds like you're going to accept a, a new religion or something. I mean, you know, it's 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 just that, that's the weirdest term ever. They say, well, we're, we have these conversions like you're not going to convert me. Stop it. You know, you're not going to convert me to something. Maybe I'll buy your product and maybe I'll you know, think, but you're not going to convert me to nothing. That's offensive. And I think that I think that um, we just accept it. We just accept it. And and uh, and, and we shouldn't because there are better ways to do marketing. Better ways to do what would they be? Let's hear it. That's a great. That's a great segue. I, I know you. Well, first of all, let me just say I know that you're a really big fan of storytelling, and and it's also yes. part of your bio. When you say you're a certified story brand guide, wow! I didn't know that story and recounting a story was that important. So important. I tell you what, if you get the message wrong in marketing. Then you then you have to bludgeon people with it like eight to ten to twenty times and and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, the human mind, uh, we have about an eight second attention span right now, about eight seconds. Before case, mind starts to, <laughs> it could be less on a Zoom call. It could be less. But uh, and before our mind starts to wander, we have about eight seconds. And the human human beings daydream about 33 percent of the time. Right. That's a normal amount of time for us to daydream. There is one thing you can do to stop the human brain's um, natural tendency to daydream, and that is to tell them a story. When we are engaged in story, it hijacks the brain away from its tendency to think about other things, which is why you can sit in the movies and watch Doctor Strange for three hours and you haven't thought about anything else. And you're like, wow, where did that three hours go? You're, our brains you know, get sucked into stories. So if you use it in marketing, and I mean use it appropriately, you're telling a story about, um, you know, in story brand. Uh, when I read Don Miller's book, Building a Story Brand, I literally yelled out loud, Eureka. I was like, this is the framework that it's I need to yeah. be using. And, and, and so I, um, you know, I became a guide in the program. And uh, and now I can I can legally use it without Don suing me. And Don's a friend. Don, hey, Don. So, uh, but, you know, uh, but, you know, it's a great framework. I wish I would have thought of it. I wish I would have invented it. Then I would just be, you know, sitting on a beach and people be paying me to use my framework. But I, I like, I like it so much because it, it really reverses the roles in the story. The number one problem that I solve in marketing is that companies talk about themselves too much. Hey, we, we are best places to work. Here's our why. Here's our vision. Here's our strategy. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that crap. 
Take that Simon Sinek wise stuff and save it for your next corporate retreat. Don't use it for your marketing message ever. The customer does not care. The customer okay. cares about themselves as their own hero on their own journey. And the role that you want to play in the story, as we talk about in StoryBrand, is you want to be the guide. If you're, you don't want to be Luke Skywalker because Luke Skywalker is the hero and he's kind of messed up. He doesn't know if what his destiny is. He doesn't know if he can blow up the Death Star. He's really not confident. He doesn't <laughs> think he can win the day. There is a character in Star Wars that you want to be. You want to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. You want to be Yoda. You want to be the people that have right. done it before and can guide the Jedi to becoming a Jedi. And later on in the story, Luke becomes a guide himself. And and um, and that and that is sort of how it goes in life. <clears throat> so it's really, really important that uh, companies occupy that guide role because the hero role has already been cast. The customer's yeah. already taken that role. You can't take it from them. Right. So for many, it's back to the drawing board. And I'm assuming that story is just as important for solopreneurs as it is for entrepreneurs as it is for corporate i mean it's kind of all arching am i correct oh yeah absolutely if you tell a story that is about a character that wants something i mean think about our lives our lives are every day we want something you know we we want you know a loan or we're buying a house or we're you know buying a new guitar in my case and hiding it from my wife and we're doing you know <laughs> we're doing all kinds on of the wall. i see it hanging on the wall right behind yes. oh, another one <laughs> oh there it is there there, there it is. so <laughs> every day we wake up we have these needs marketers are supposed to present us with solutions to the things that we need to get done mm -hmm. that's how it's supposed to work we're supposed to create a marketplace <clears throat> and invite people to us that can solve our problems right you know you know what i mean wow. that's what we're that's what we're supposed to do that's what we're supposed to do so who's getting it right who's out there getting it right you're going damn they read that book you know there's a lot of companies getting it right but i would say um ryan reynolds leaps to mind Act, the actor ryan reynolds mm -hmm. if, if he wasn't an a-list actor he would absolutely be an a-list marketer yeah, that's a marketer right his brain and his wittiness and his ability to, you know, be likable in front of pop culture yeah. is unlike anyone I've ever seen before in the profession. He and he strikes gold every single time, but he hasn't lost sight of the fact that he's doing this for other people and he doesn't let his own ego and even even his A-list celebrity status get in the way of what he's trying to get done. Right. It's impressive. So what is it that we are supposed to be doing apart from storytelling and leading? Uh, let, let's go, let's get on this path. What are we not supposed to be doing? I.e., you know, those text messages, I'm assuming they really annoy the heck out of everybody. Yes. Half of them I get, Scott, I don't even know who they are or how they got my number, no. which, which is really, really annoying. And they just get, you know, mm -hmm. they did nothing but, you know, my little moment of being annoyed with them and then whoop, deleted right away. So what is it that we're not supposed to be doing that we think we're doing correct? Yeah, absolutely. What we're not supposed to be doing is talking about ourselves. Is right. is uh, we're not supposed to put ourselves in the hero role of the story. We're not right. supposed to. Um, we're, we're not supposed to bludgeon people with the message. We're supposed right. to trust our customer to buy when it's convenient for them, not when it's convenient for us. And that's a hard thing for marketers to get. Is yeah. the fact that you know what they will they, they will buy 
when they are darn good and ready to buy, if you've presented the right case and you're and you've been you put yourself, you know, in a good position in a good relationship with them. But marketers believe that um, it's like the goose that laid the golden eggs. They're like, you know, um, the, the customer's like, well, let's, you, you know, I'll I'll take one egg from the goose, you know, every single day, right, or whatever. And 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 the and marketers are like, well, <clears throat> if we cut open the goose, we could take out all the eggs, you know, and then the goose is dead, and and that kind of thing. And <clears throat> you know, marketing is a very dangerous thing. Your relationship is on the line every single time you decide to press send. So it's got to be great. It's yeah. absolutely got to be great. And there's not enough marketers thinking through and saying, is this email? Is this text? Is this social post? Is this marketing that I'm putting out there great for them? And if right. it's not great, then it shouldn't go out. How much is too much? How much is too little? Yeah, good question. Um, people will disagree with it, it. Will disagree across the marketing profession on this. I think. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think for most businesses, once a week is is probably pretty sufficient if you're doing something that is value add for a lot of right. service businesses once a month is fine just so they don't forget you and they can like an email news blast but you know once a week for a blog if you're doing blogging once a week for a blog post you maybe roll those up into a newsletter you're always thinking what kind of value can we bring to the customer what kind of extra experience can we bring along if we have a product what kind of extra experience can we bring alongside that and it really just it it starts and ends with empathy, the E word, which is completely absent from marketing. You go into a, a marketing you know planning room and you introduce the concept of well, hey, maybe we should think about the audience and what they want, and you are blown out of the room because nobody has time for that. They want to fill the automation engine um, with a bunch of posts uh, that you know with a bunch of posts because somebody said that they should. They want to follow a checklist of marketing without ever considering who they're inflicting all this damage on. Right. And then marketing doesn't measure the top of the funnel. They just measure the bottom. So it's like it doesn't matter how many hundreds of thousands are at the top as long as we get our 10 to 12 percent at the bottom. And that right. is bad math, because if you're a real marketer like me, you're a no relationship left behind sort of person. Yeah, everybody, we're talking with Scott Robertson, and we do want to remind you about his new book. It's called Your Survival Guide. Oh, sorry, you just stop it. Your Survival Guide to Marketing Myth, Mistakes and Misgivings. And in here, Scott, you also talk about not only brand messaging and that you know you should always be 100%, as we've said, you know, who's the audience, what are their needs and wants and desires, but you talk a lot about privacy. Yeah. Privacy. yeah. Big one, huge one. How do we navigate that whole privacy aspect of marketing it's easy it's way easier than marketers think use that word that i just used empathy if you're using empathy and you're thinking about somebody else you're not you're not invading their privacy you're, you're simply not invading their privacy all of the privacy violations that come in marketing come from people not thinking about the audience and that's because we use words like targets and conversions and we dehumanize them so we don't have to think about them as people. You know, marketing uses the exact same words the military uses. The military, when they're getting ready to blow up something, they say, oh, there's 100 targets in there. No, there's 100 human beings in there, right? Okay. okay. It's easier. It's easier language, right? <clears throat> but we should be thinking of people as people. We're a creative profession. Our profession needs to be thinking of people as people. 
and then saying, would I like to receive 20 or 30 phone calls from this business in a given week? No. Uh, where's my relationship if I place an ad in front of a YouTube video that you, if, <clears throat> if you're the ad before the YouTube video starts that I want to watch, I dislike you a lot while I'm watching your ad because you're blocking me from watching what I want right. to watch. Yeah. Whoever thought of that strategy should be punched That's in the lot. face. That's a terrible <laughs> strategy. Terrible. <Scott. laughs> while, while I'm watching your ad, I get yeah. 15 to 30 seconds to hate you and hate your brand yeah. because yeah. you are, you're in the way. Why would you be in the way? It's a pain in the butt. Ever put yourself in that position? I truly that's, agree with you. It's a pain not, in the butt. But you know, the idea is, if you pay for it, you won't see those, right? So, <clears throat> I get it. I get it. Yeah. But on the other end, I mean, you know, it's also YouTube. They want to make their money somewhere too. So, but I get what you're yeah. saying because it is annoying. Yeah. Um, ongoing stupidity. Let's talk about that. And by the way, you also have yeah. your own podcast. I wanted to bring that. Oh, you have a radio show, May the Best Brand to Win, which is a really, that's a great name for a show. And that's on Enter Talk Media. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, I, and I talk about, I talk tell about the where they can online. listen to you, whether they can, you know, how they find you, how would they find you there? Sure. Apple Podcasts, just type in my name or type in May the Best Brand Win. I got awesome. like 200 episodes of me, um, you know, talk, educating about what's going on with marketing and, you know, uh, talking about some of the things that uh, don't make any sense and shouldn't be done. One last thing of something that just doesn't make any sense that shouldn't be done. And one last thing of something that makes total sense that should be done. Yeah. Um, well, I would say personalization is one thing that marketing, mar <laughs> marketing has the idea that if you would, if you personalize content to a really extreme amount, it's going to create a deeper relationship. And that sounds great. It sounds awesome. But human beings, we get really creeped out when people get in our space, really creeped out really fast, really fast. So uh, if I'm standing in line in CVS and they send me a coupon for a product that I'm holding and I'm getting ready to check out and that's happened to me before, right. I'm looking around for surveillance cameras. No. Right? That's, you've, yeah. you've, passed, you've passed being helpful and now you're yeah. firmly into... What big the brother is going on here big you know brother, yeah. And, yeah. and that's not and that's not a relationship building tactic right so i think i think we have to watch out for personalization and when when consumers tell you they want a personalized experience they're lying because what they mean is uh, that sounds really good to them but if you cross that line and you start using you start using yeah. data to create that personalized experience yeah. They're going to get creeped out really fast. I agree. You're going to break the relationship. Totally agree. So on the upside, what is one of the things we're supposed to be doing? And that, that it, you know, we said we talked about doing right, but things that land well with people in marketing. People go, "Wow, I'm so glad I got that communication." Be be valuable. Uh, just be valuable. Uh, start out, you know, talking, thinking about your audience, and think about new ways that you can continuously be valuable to them. And don't put it like, you know, okay, well, we've got to get out 15 pieces of marketing this month. It's like, if it's great, then then it goes. And if it's not, then it doesn't. And that's how you respect your customer. And I think that that's what the industry needs to be doing. That's how you put their needs in front of your needs. That yeah. empathy thing goes all the way of, you know, when you put your needs first, you're like, 
I'm going to sell you and I don't care. I'm going to I'm going to stuff you down my funnel and you're going to you're going to buy and damn it if it takes 20 times and I have to stalk every website that you've ever been on and I have to do everything else. God, I mean, damn it, you're going to buy from me. You are going to because my yeah. outweigh yours. That's wrong. What you yeah. should do is say when it's right for you, we are the best partner for to do what you need to do. And when it's yeah. not right for you, we will be gone. We will be out of your life because you're a busy person and we don't need to be bothering you. So it's a newsletter. Is the newsletter dead or is the newsletter not dead? There are a lot of different, the school's out. I mean, I think the jury's out on that one. If it's, out. Newsletter, if, if it's a great newsletter, then do it. If it's a bunch of crap that talks about yourself and a bunch of wars that you won and a bunch of garbage that nobody cares about, you're yeah. better off not sending that stuff out. It's going to break. It. The first button on your phone is unsubscribe when you get a mass email. You can unsubscribe to people like that these days, right? And then, and what unsubscribe means to all you digital marketers out there is that you have lost that relationship forever. You will never get that person back. You, and that is a failure in our, that is a failure in our business. It is not for the funnel. It's the top of the funnel, Scott. You don't care about the top of the funnel. It's a person. And if you as a marketer can't get them, and, th and that kind of thing, then you have failed as a marketer. Well, we, we work really hard to get them and it's really a shame to lose them. So listen to Scott Robertson, everybody he knows what he's talking about. You want to get his book. It's called Just Stop It. And again, your survival guide to marketing myths, mistakes and misgivings. Where can we find the book, Scott? It's on Amazon uh, as, as Kindle and paperback and hardcover and also uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's great. It's and how about your social? If anybody wants to get in touch with you, where can they get you there? Sure. I'm um, uh, Twitter at Robertson.com. I'm on Facebook, uh, just, you know, Robert, Facebook.com slash Robertson.com. I'm on LinkedIn under my own name, uh, under my consultancy or, or under Robertson.com. Yeah, I'm easy to find. I'm out there uh, always, you know, <laughs> trying, to help, trying to help people too. And one final thing, if you use LinkedIn, don't send people direct messages to sell your business. Uh, What's that crap? Nobody oh, thank wants you for garbage. saying that. Nobody wants your garbage in LinkedIn. There are so many ways to use that platform non-invasively yeah. to build up your brand and yeah. be valuable and be smart and do all these things without direct messaging people. Yeah. Stop that. Totally agree. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. Couldn't agree more. Well, I guess we could be here a lot longer, but we have to go. We are busy people. So I know that this has been of great value to everyone listening. Scott, thanks so much for your time. We're going to say goodbye for now. And I'm going to give everybody an appointment. I think in another couple of hours, we're coming back on with another. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like media yeah. craziness around here today. Uh, but we got lots of content going out today. We're going to say goodbye to Scott for the moment. And uh, we'll see you all a little bit later on. Thanks for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the In the Limelight podcast, intelligent media for the savvy entrepreneur. You can listen to this and all of my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and Inspired News Radio. You'll find all of my videos and the In the Limelight digital magazine on clarissabert.com. And don't forget to connect with me on social pretty much anywhere. Stay well until we meet again in the limelight.